this is the, yeah a lot I don't know how every time I do this it feels different but this time I feel like I have a whole coil That's of cords in my lap exactly how I just felt I'm like I don't why are my cords why? all over the place now I've never I feel like both of us are facing way more forward than we normally do and I don't know why that is feel that way this is interesting interesting you know I'm just thrown because it's afternoon for me it's not morning and it's evening for me it's not it's afternoon just, things are different we're facing forward we're tangled up in cords Ugh. we're doing our thing god remember when we used to record in studios together and the cord <laughs> situation was like <laughs> <laughs> Because we had a couple of cord situations, that's for sure. Because I can't sit still. So I'm always like sitting on my feet, sitting on my, my right hip, mm-hmm. sitting on my left hip, sitting with my feet on the floor. And the freaking cords, it just it didn't work. Not well, for me. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why the handheld mics work so well for you and I. Because I think we're like inherently better at using mics than I think an average <laughs> Oh my God, she's dying. <laughs> this is how it ends. This is how it ends. This is how it ends, people. It's over. It's over. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. Nice. Well, it lasted. I was hoping we'd make it to episode 100. <laughs> oh, we were so close. I'll record a bunch of solo episodes. I'll just edit together your voice just, to just agree with everything I say. Just grab words from so- <laughs> Just me going, uh-huh, yes, you're so this right. Is the part where I admit, even on air, that at one point our connection dropped last time. It did. And you did a successful job of ceasing the conversation. I did not. <laughs> so I was just wandering about talking, and I literally had to go and find a place to cut and insert a little, like, general laughter of yours <laughs> before our transition because elsewise yeah it sounded like I just was like isn't that funny (laughs) anyway here's our next story (laughs) (laughs) you're like wow Amy's such a bitch she wasn't supporting at all (laughs) that's exactly what it sounded like and I was like that's not fair that wasn't true at all we had technological difficulties so I literally just like pulled a tiny bit of your laughter oh my god and put it in and it sounded flawless I didn't even notice I did I didn't even notice and I was there for it live that I knew that our connection cut but I couldn't remember I probably I probably shouldn't tell people this but also I was a little proud of myself so no you should be and everyone knows that there's a lot of podcast magic behind the scenes to make this what it is I mean I'm sure it still surprises people to know that you're in England and I Amy am in Los Angeles have I mentioned that before who could ever know that you know what I also know is that Ithamar's got some freshly brushed teeth because he just came over your shoulder while he's brushing his teeth and it was adorable (laughs) he wanted to say hi to you it was so sweet I felt so loved. That was very, very <laughs> sweet because I saw him coming in and I was like, what's he? He knows we're recording. <laughs> that was pretty darn cute. And Tammy's first yeah. re- reaction was, thank goodness I'm wearing a bra. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I have a night bra now, thanks to you. Amy's got a night bra. It's finally. Major Girl, where'd you get it? Nordstrom. And it was very oh. inexpensive, very reasonably priced. Very reasonable. Okay. I bought two. Um, actually, Ithamar bought them for me because he has a Nordstrom card oh. and can get yeah. points. So I accepted. I like but they're mm-hmm. from True and Company. And oh, they yeah, yeah. are soft as butter and then Mm. like there there's some support but not as much as something with underwire and adjustable straps but you're not running a marathon but you can open the door exactly when my pizza arrives I'm okay to open the door um if I don't really feel like dealing with a real lady bra and you know I'm comfortable there's like a little bit of pad to cover your nips and so I don't worry about my nips like popping through yeah Mm -hmm. so I just I just pushed my padding she did listeners I'm pushing mine too Yeah, it's great. I'm wearing, we're both wearing our night bras, but underneath uh-huh. sweatshirts. So you really can't yeah. tell anyway. <laughs> this is probably the first time I'm wearing a bra during our recording since you moved to England, because usually we record first thing it's in so my early. morning. Yeah. I know. And guys, you're probably guessed already that this is yeah. a podcast because we mentioned the word podcast like five times. But do you know what yeah, podcast it, this is? As a matter of fact, this is Banshee's and which is a paranormal podcast. With at least one shot of liquid courage. Minimum. And today yeah, there'll be more yeah, than one because I'm finally drinking because I already Amy went to work. I already went work. to work today. She works hard to drink bo- booze. Uh, uh, so hard, hard to, drink, to booze. drink booze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, I'm going to see... A production of Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> I am so jealous and it's happy for you. Very excited. It's a totally mixed cast. Um, a woman is voicing uh, the plant. Audrey. Audrey? Yes. And um, uh, the two yeah. leads, is a, it's a trans woman and a gay Latino man. Cool. Um, uh, a gay Latino man's playing Seymour, and I forgot the lady's name. Uh, it's the- Audrey. Oh, thanks. It's I've Audrey and it Audrey once. too. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it's Audrey, an Audrey too. Too. <laughs> you do the voice so well. Yeah, well, oh, I watched Seymour. that movie four hundred thousand times. <laughs> well, I've seen it once, and yeah. now I'm gonna see the show. I'm very. It's supposed to be very, very good. I they was in a- it one time. <gasps> Who'd you play, Audrey? Uh, Audrey's understudy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was high school. It was high Aww. school. I was an urchin, so I laid around the stage the whole time. But I took my part very seriously, and um, I developed a character arc for myself. Now, most of my fellow high school students were like, we're extras, and we sit around, so we're just going to like, you know, do crossword puzzles. Well, <laughs> I developed an entire arc for myself. I had a stuffed a lobster that was my like best friend and I designed various costumes for my lobster and I would change them during according to certain parts of the show and of course uh, you did of Of course course. I did and um at the end uh spoiler alert many people get eaten by the plant and so uh my character is because a lot of the local 
homeless urchins get eaten by the plants and mm-hmm. so they would they would put a lot of white powder on our face to indicate that like we were dead you know and oh. we'd come out and sing and so I also powdered my lobster's uh face oh. as well and uh I had That's a couple so of the a couple of the parents who had to come to like every single performance came up to me afterwards and they were like this time we just watched you <laughs> oh like, yeah <laughs> Like, watch that sea urchin with the lobster. She is method. She is in it. And the the dad of the girl that played Audrey was like, I thought you should have been allowed to be Audrey one time. And I was like, don't ever say that again in front of your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just like kicked her in the shins or done some kind of, you could have Tanya Harding that that shit. I really could have. Mm -hmm. But you... You knew that no one else could have been urchin number three. I didn't have an understudy, you know. And who would have committed the way you did? Would have taken care of my lobster. Your lobster. He wouldn't have had a powdered face. It's really, (laughs) really becoming clear to me why I wasn't cool in high school. But why? That's why you're cool now. Everyone who was cool in high school is not cool today. So yes. I wasn't cool, and now I am so fucking cool. You're so fucking cool with your night bras. (laughs) I know. So cool. Um, I'm super excited to try, speaking of cool, my my cool grown-up beverage today. (gasps) Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Oh, because this this time, you guys, it's our Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. As this is dropping, it's it's nearly Halloween. And while we are a perpetually spooky podcast, we thought we'd throw it a little extra love this week, right? That's right. That's right. We, I mean, every week we tell scary stories, but this mm-hmm. week's topic simply is scary, scary stories. stories. I love scary stories. I think we last did. year for Halloween, we did like campfire tales, we did. didn't we? We that absolutely did. That was fucking did. scary as yeah. shit. And mm-hmm. like, I know a lot of them were made up, but they were so scary. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Well, Tell me about your drink. <laughs> okay. So, I saw half of it. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty. Look at this beautiful can. Isn't that gorgeous? Oh, honey. I love it. Okay, so I right it's before very this, artsy. it's very Lots of colors, very nineties looking yeah. with the art and the designs. But if you look closely, it's like there's like a, it's like fruit. There's, there's a like hand an apple. And a fruit. Oh, a hand, passion fruit. I don't know sure. what that is. Sure, and a this. A it's lime, a beautiful can. An upside down lime. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So I went to Whole Foods after I was done working today because it was right across the street. And mm-hmm. I just needed to get a few things. I'm making meatballs in the slow cooker. So I just yeah. needed a few things. And I was like, all right. I know like we joke about like kombucha, spiked kombucha because it's already like fermented. And so like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I really, so in the beer section at Whole Foods now, they have this whole <gasps> section of like strong kombucha because it's just fermented more, yeah. you know, yeah. like, so this one is peach and passion fruit flavored and it has 6% alcohol volume. Damn. That's, that's that's a beer. That's that's a, higher than some beer. Strong beer, yeah. It's a strong beer because I think like our typical like Belgium white or something yeah. or a, like a lager has like five to five point yeah. five percent typically. Mm-hmm. So six percent. So I was like, you know what? 
going to do this. I'm going to try it. And I'm I thought excited. while I did my research, I did it last night while I was babysitting and the baby was in bed sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing my research for today's episode and next week's episode. And I've got the baby monitor on, which, mm-hmm. you know, is scary mm-hmm. as shit. And one of my stories that I came across had to do with a child with ghosts. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I I wish I could drink right now. But I'm Mm -hmm. on the clock. There's a baby here. Um, So so I'm just going to call this babysitter's brew. You know, like like if you wanted to act like you're just drinking a healthy kombucha, but you're Mm -hmm. trying to also get wasted. This is where you go. This is what you have. I love it that I was a long it. description that was a that's really okay. long <laughs> that's allowed um mine I just went classic again mostly because we actually had both of these ingredients here so I didn't have to do anything so that Easy. was exciting that's uh, the best I feel like this is exactly what I made last time it was our Halloween episode for campfires it's some boozy hot chocolate oh my god God, yes, remember, and you put little marshmallows in it. All right, this time it's not fancy with marshmallows, but it is fancy in the sense that it's um, uh, Cadbury chocolate and just like Bailey's. Like, I was was like, (laughs) Ben was like, oh, did you get milk to make it? And I was like, I'm just going to use the Bailey's. And he's like, just Bailey's? I was like, maybe a little water, I guess. So I think I put a little water in here, but I mostly didn't. <laughs> it's, it's not that much. Melted chocolate with Bailey's. Bless you. This is I mean, amazing. I'm calling on Grandmama and her ice cream situation. She is with you now, and she uh-huh. approves of this Thank choice. You. She <laughs> approves. Aww. Uh, well, so, shall we cheers to spooky season and Halloween? Yes, to spooky season. Cheers. Clink. Let's see what this is all about. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I Guess want to hear what? the verdict on yours. It's fucking delicious. Like, oh. I think I would just drink Bailey's straight. So adding... Yeah. Chocolate to it is the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> I'm so happy for you because, you know, I've drank, I've had Bailey's like on the rocks once. Yeah. I, I was in college. I, I kept my spoon in it oh, so I could nice. stir up the little chunkies. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I'm jealous. You know, I was so sleepy because I had to wake up so early today yeah. and I tried to nap and I couldn't. But I was like, maybe for my first drink, I'll do um, Kahlua in coffee or something because I don't have Bailey's. Yeah. But I've had my Kahlua for like seven or eight years. Is it bad? It's probably bad. I should probably get a new one. I think if it's old enough for you to have to throw out your foundation, then you should probably throw out your Kahlua. What a great, great way to remember. Thank you. I would never wear foundation that was eight years old. Yeah. So therefore, I'm throwing out the Kahlua. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, it's That's a it's, couple of moves for you too. So yeah, like, yeah. That's it. Through- it's Kahlua season. Yeah, it's it's moved one, two, three. It's moved four times. Okay, it's that's it's enough. done. It's that's done. enough. I think I need to go get Bailey's and Kahlua because it's that time of year to put like yeah. 
like liqueurs and our hot chocolates and coffees. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait I- to be, I'm going to be in Norway in a couple of weeks and then there's <sighs> going to be snow and oh my God, oh my there God. is definitely going to be some walking around drinking hot alcoholic beverages oh my situation. Gosh, yeah. mulled wine. Do they do mulled wine over I'm there? I'm sure they do. They do it mm. here actually. It hasn't I started yet, it. but yeah, I last figured. time I was here. Because our very British bartender friend, Roz, mm-hmm. is very British. I don't know why I said very British. She's British. Uh, she British makes, enough. She's British enough that she makes an amazing mulled wine mm-hmm. um, every year. And I tried. I did one for an episode once, you and I. I think so, yeah. We, yeah, and I put, like, maybe too much brandy in it or something. But no such it thing. it was amazing. Uh-oh, warning. Kombucha. Here it comes. Here, Here come the burps. <laughs> so well, my verdict on this kombucha is that it's delicious and dangerous because it okay. tastes like regular kombucha. It, so I'm probably going to drink it like as if it's not a beer. I'm just going to drink it fast because good for you. it doesn't taste it's like there's alcohol. You. It's very good for you. As a matter of fact, it's just kombucha that's been fermented longer. I like it. Mm. Longer is better. Longer like is a better. fine wine. Mm, and good so cheese. I have two stories to tell I, you. I think I have about two stories. Actually, I copied and pasted, I mean, uh, interviewed yeah. uh, <laughs> three, but I'm only going to okay. do two. But I'll, okay. I want to hear yours first, and then I'll decide well, what mine will be. Okay, so my okay, so I have a short one and a long one. So I can do them both, or I can do one, and then you can do one, whatever you want to do. Oh, that's fun. Should we do one and one and then one and one? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Hell yeah, it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and it's Halloween. It's basically our holiday. We get to do whatever the fuck we want. Hell yes. Okay. That's exciting because I have a long one and a short one as well. This is perfect. It's like we planned it. Um, And we didn't because we never do. We plan nothing except the date and the time we're going <laughs> to record. And barely that at this point. Ba- I um, mean, yeah. <laughs> we're doing good. Um, doing okay, so I got both of my stories, actually, from good old reddit.com. Yes, uh, Reddit. Yeah. And this one is from the Reddit uh, No Sleep subreddit, mm. which is a little famous for being... Or this one... This one's not from No Sleep. I got to it through No Sleep, but ooh, it doesn't matter. Um, this is by user Serati. And so my first one, this is a true story, a purported to be true story. Ooh. And then my second one from the No Sleep is, there. that's like a horror writing okay. thread. Got it. So the so second it- one is, uh, yes, a, a fiction, but very, very good. Um, So here's the true one first. Um, Okay. From user Serati. My house was built in 1904. It is a single family home, wood frame, setting on a concrete block foundation. I've been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things that my siblings and me have seen or heard in this house, this one is my favorite. This happened to my brother. About 10 years ago, my brother and his best friends had started a garage plant, a garage band, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> playing mostly Spanish rock, which is alternative music, but in Spanish. 
I just love that that was like a very important part of the story. Like we have to explain that. Thank you for telling me what kind of music they were playing. Spanish it could have been rock. polka and it would have been the same outcome. Good um, to know that Spanish rock is rock music in Spanish. I would have never guessed it. <laughs> um, they would practice into the early evening and would usually call it quits by 8 p.m. This was the time I usually showed up and went to bed because I worked the graveyard shift. Uh, this event happened in late fall, so the days were getting shorter. They had just finished a long session when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filed out of the basement. The tricky part was that they needed to walk all the way to the back of the basement, up the back stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall, and out onto the front porch. So it okay. seems like a rather long commute. I am visualizing that. And yes, it's very specific. It's very um, long. It's a long commute. Um, everyone was outside sitting in my brother's truck waiting for him. My brother was walking up the back stairs when he remembered that he. <laughs> I'm sorry. I read this earlier and I forgot that this was going to make me laugh. When, <laughs> when he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to go <laughs> container. Sitting on a speaker in the basement. <laughs> he made the decision to go back. <laughs> that just goes to show how young and hungry this kid was. Like, you have to get oh, your shit, pancakes my fucking to pancakes. go. <laughs> my leftover pancakes. Now, granted, I do take leftover pancakes home when I eat at Hugo's because no. Hugo's out here has the best fucking pancakes. And I yeah. do take them home and I reheat them in the skillet the next day. Mm. Okay. But they're skillet, very expensive. Talking. They're yeah. very pricey. They're gluten free. They're made from scratch. Mm-hmm. I ain't. But and I, I bet, bet you have not already put syrup on them, right? No, I, I keep okay. them dry. And I put, yes, okay. I add the syrup after. I like, oh, yes, okay. I, but this kid, I bet this was from Denny's or IHOP. These are fucking like These, McDonald's, McGriddle yes, cakes. Like they're not even quick. legally pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Griddle cakes. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, how am I going to eat for the next day? I got to go get Shit, those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes okay. me laugh. I love it. Okay. Um, so he made the decision to go back. Uh, now, the basement is cluttered without full sight lines, so there had been partitions made, and the boiler and main heating unit are right in the middle. So after my brother walks back, he's about to get his food container, when out of the corner of his eye, he sees it. It's a shadowy figure right at his peripheral vision. A feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over him. We had been taught... Are you ready, Amy? Ready. We had been taught... That if you were in the presence of a spirit or ghost and you felt a bad vibe, say a quick prayer or cuss at it. <laughs> those are very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also feel like those are both of your typical responses. I just get scared and stand behind you. And you're yeah. either like, just say a prayer or you get real mad. This and is true. I like that. Yeah. That's actually pretty true. You get behind me and I just, whatever comes out of my mouth yeah. and it's either mean and it's or right. it's a prayer. Yeah. Hey, I've never been killed by a ghost, so it's worked so far. Samesies, um, to my knowledge. Uh, let's see. Say quick prayer cause at it. Uh, my brother chose the latter. He basically just told it, hey, fuck you. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
my brother started to walk to the back of the basement and briskly up the stairs, closing doors and turning off lights as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding in the living room. Uh, yeah. My brother said he felt something in his back, but at no point did he turn around. As he Good. flicked the last switch in the living room, uh, he stepped out and pulled the door closed behind him, still holding his food container in one hand. <laughs> he jogged down the porch steps and walked towards the front gate. Uh, as he closed the gap between himself and his friend, uh, his friends, he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head, mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting his seatbelt on and getting ready to pull out of the parking spot. When one of his friends said, hey, wait, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother said, what do you mean? He went to work earlier tonight. He's already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? His next question was, so then who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house? <gasps> oh, oh, shit. Oh, the end. Uh, then he pooped his flapjacks uh -huh. right out <laughs> into his to-go box <laughs> and saved them for later. <laughs> That's scary. Uh-huh. I love that. And I just mm -hmm. love that he never let go of his to-go container that entire yeah. time. Like, fucking priorities, man. Like, honestly, it's like if you've made the decision to go back for the pancakes, like, you're gonna get the fucking pancakes, you know? Yeah, they're not going anywhere after that. I mean, he did really well by being like, okay, I sense something behind me. I am not mm -hmm. fucking turning around. Like, just gonna fuck you, ghost. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> Walk out. Uh, that's Good. Ooh, that's is that the one that's real? Yeah. Pur purportedly real. Purportedly oh. real. Purportedly yes. real. <gasps> oh my god, I love it. Um, so mine, I got my story from our old standby, which I always forget to go to, yourghoststories.com. Yes, I love that site. Girl. We have got to remember it. I mm. mean, they have, now they've organized it. There's so many great subcategories. Mm -hmm. So like when we're looking for specifics, they even have categories of countries and cities now. It's amazing. And these are all people's real accounts. So mm -hmm. it's great. So this one is from someone in the Philippines. Um, and it's translated. So it's a little rough around the edges, but I yeah. edited, I did some editing myself. Yeah. So hopefully it, it is flows off the tongue better um okay here we go oh my god i'm so scared <clears throat> i'm scared too <laughs> okay back in 2007 when we were newlyweds my wife and i rented an apartment in manila near our work so that we can just walk to the office the house is a bit old three bedroom apartment we only use two bedrooms the other one is used as a stock room of old furniture and stuff of the owner i guess stock room is storage room yeah yeah okay um, the owner of the house lives in a different city. Uh, we only have a caretaker here who manages the house, um, and collects the rent. We don't personally know the history of the house, but the t caretaker always asks us if we're hearing, seeing, or feeling things in the house. I mean, if the caretaker is asking you these questions, don't move in. Just, mm -hmm. just no. Yep. Uh, it's obvious that he knows something about the house, but doesn't want to discuss it. It's like 
then don't ask those questions. Red fucking flags. I know. Uh, just uh, just here to collect the rent also. Are you seeing, hearing, or feeling anything strange? Uh, I don't know. Why would you ask me that question? No reason at all. No okay. reason at all. I will take I, this check. Great. Here's just, my money. I won't ask any further questions. Thank you. Have a good it's day. It's just standard. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a normal interaction. Totally. It's just we do it to every tenant. Every Excellent tenant. transaction. Um, my wife and I work in a government agency that monitors government projects. Vague. So we often travel around the country. When my wife got pregnant with our first child, she was out of town for work and she saw an apparition of a little girl that was wearing a white dress with a white ribbon in her hair. She called me uh, to let me know about this and how terrified she was. And I calmed her down. Little did she know that that same girl she described also appeared to me several times. Stop. Um, Yeah. I was never afraid of the little girl because I had, basically he's saying he had a gut instinct that it was their daughter, that their unborn daughter as like an older girl. Um, And he said that this girl has come to him in his dreams and that one time she talked to him. And uh, she told him, the the dad-to-be in his dream, that she wanted protection. And he said, from what and from whom am I protecting you from? And she only replied, them. And he says, "Then then I woke up without knowing who is this them that she's referring to. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then so fast forward to present day, the wife calls him terrified from her hotel room. From, from work, like, I saw this girl with the white dress and a white ribbon. Mm-hmm. OMG. Uh, during the delivery of our baby, an earthquake occurred just at the exact same moment the baby came out. <gasps> Creepy. I don't know if the quake has a connection on what the girl in my dream told me. Anyway, the baby was delivered successfully. Let's call the baby P, as in par- party. P is in party. Oh, great. I was gonna. I thought you were waiting for me, and I was like, "Paranormal." I- Parrot. Yeah, paranormal. P is in okay. paranormal. Okay. Oh boy. Um, when baby P was five months old, I left her sleeping in her crib so that I could uh, do some errands around the house, chores, I guess. Uh, I wasn't working that day, um, so it was my turn to take care of the baby. Uh, when I uh, went to go check on her, I was surprised to find that she was not in her crib. I looked all over the rooms, but I was unable to find her. Excuse me. What I burped. the fuck? I yeah. just like glossed over the fact that he lost his baby. Yeah. He lost his baby. <laughs> he lost his five-month-old baby who is unable to crawl out of the, that crib. Unless it was, was a real janky say, crib. I was I was so excited that he was doing chores. I was like, maybe it's P for parody because, you know... <laughs> He's also doing housework, but he also lost the baby. So he he lost the baby. Yes, it's his turn to take care of the kid. And yes, he's doing housework, but mm-hmm. he did a terrible job. He failed. Yep. Hashtag fail. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, OK. Oh, so he was about he says I was about to call my wife and the police when I heard a baby's cry from the stock room. When I reached to the when I reached the room's door, it was locked. So hurriedly, I got the keys um, to the stock room to open the door. I open it. I see our baby inside laying on a couch unharmed. Shut the fuck up. Dude, seriously. I'm like, 
Uh, I was reading this as I was babysitting, and I was like, oh, no. my God. You're, you, like, have one hand on the baby's sleeping arm. You're just like, you're not going anywhere, Don't bitch. you like, go anywhere. I was looking into that monitor obsessively. I was like, I better not fucking see anything except a baby. All I better see is a baby. Um, so, yeah, baby, he hears the baby crying, but when he opens the door, there's no crying. There's She's mm-hmm. just sleeping soundly on a couch, which is literally impossible for a five-month-old to do on their own mm-mm, also mm-mm. the door was locked door was locked door was locked so p does stand for paranormal as it turns out <laughs> um so uh basically he's like what the how did that happen okay so now p is we're fast forwarding to her toddler years two mm. three years old his wife and him start seeing her talk to an imaginary friend named balik so according to P, yeah, imaginary friends, Tammy, imaginary nope. friends, nope. Nope. big fat no, nope. no, 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 no. According to P, Balik lives in the stock room. Uh, we didn't mind that P had an imaginary friend because according to psychologists, it's just an indicator of how rich the imaginations of children are. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their imagination. They're haunted as fuck. That's what's happening. Oh, um, <laughs> Uh, oh, but it started to bother us when P would talk to Balik behind the door of the stock room. Um, they would hear, uh, they would hear P say that Balik's mom doesn't want her to play with, uh, Balik. Um, wait, what? Sorry, I'm lost in translation here. So basically they hear P talking to Balik and, um, saying that, uh, Balik's mom says we can't play together. Um, because P can hurt Balik. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, so basically ghost child is like, hey, my mom says we can't play together because you can hurt me. And he says, this is some gaslighting shit right here. I know, right? And then he, Balik, the imaginary ghost friend tells P, my mom says you're a babayan. So... I don't know what that means. So P asks her dad, what does babayan mean? And mm-hmm. the dad's like, I literally have never heard a Filipino word that, for babay. I don't know what that means. Um, so he says there's no definition for it. He's never heard that word in Filipino before. So they're like, okay, I'm getting a little freaked out here. Like, what's happening? Um so weird things keep happening in the house. Um, sometimes a basketball w- will roll towards me, he says, from the stock room while it is closed. So just suddenly you're looking at a locked door and a basketball just rolls at you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so scary. Oh, this is scary. Okay, there was a time when we had a visit from my brother-in-law. He told us that he was not able to sleep because the talking toy uh that p has um that's is sorry i'm stuttering because i'm trying i did it i did a terrible job of actually translating and editing this i did the same thing on my story too i was like (laughs) oh this person's a terrible writer i have to like edit a bunch while i'm talking surely i did a great job fixing this and apparently not um so basically brother-in-law is visiting and he's like yo dude i cannot sleep p has this talking doll that sings under my bed every night and i try to find it and i can't fucking find it and it's keeping me up all night no No. So the brother-in-law is there for a while and about a week in um, to his stay, he sees P playing with this doll 
And he's like, that's the doll that's keeping me up all night. I've been looking for it. Like, that's the one. And his brother, P's dad, gets goosebumps all over his body because he removed the talking mechanism inside of the doll ages ago. No! He removed it because it was keeping him up at night because it was singing nonstop while he tried to sleep. <laughs> Haunted children, ghost children, and singing toys when their batteries nope. are removed. I ain't into it. Not so, interested. We had, it says, we had a constant problem with a stay in nanny because of the experience they were having in the house. One nanny um, stayed in the house. She only lasted one day because according to her, she saw entities going in and out of the closed stock room and would see doppelgangers. So, and that's, <gasps> like, I know that's a, that's something that freaks the shit out of that me. That scares ha- me bad. Yeah. That gets me because that's one thing, knock on wood, that I have not experienced in real life in all of the, my paranormal stuff of, but, uh, the voice imitations yeah. and then thinking you yeah. see like in your story, like, Oh, that's your brother. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not fucking scary. Uh, so the nanny, as I would as well, it was like, peace, I'm out. Um, so the dad writes, I realized that Balik, P's imaginary friend is not really an imaginary friend. Uh, when I saw my daughter talking to a shadow figure, they were playing doctor and patient. Oh, oh, I on. just doctor and patient. That uh, I know, uh, I know, I know what that game is, and that is me not good. Me too. Mm. Row, that's healthy for your age group, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So you walk in on your five-year-old daughter playing doctor and patient with a ghost figure uh mm-hmm. so it was a shadow figure which is spooky because those are usually evil um she's he says i overheard my daughter telling balik that she is going to cure her from being a shadow to a normal kid then balik seemed to start hurting p because we often saw bruises and scratches on p's body when we asked her where she got these um she responded that balik is angry with her so i guess balik is a Female. I just, I just, I don't know why this whole time I was assuming it was a male. Mm. Um, so with, ex- with these experiences, we decided to leave the house and get another apartment. But our experience didn't change anything. In fact, it just got worse. See you in my next post. No. And I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the next post. I couldn't find ah. it. Also, I was too scared to find it. So yeah, no, you're doing the right. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. I was like, how dare you lead us on? Excuse Girl, what the me. fuck's in that room, you think? The stock room? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I feel like because it belongs to the owner of the house yeah. who's renting it out and lives in like another country and he keeps it locked and keeps his possessions mm-hmm. in it. I have a feeling he's got some kind of like dark secret. Like maybe it was his oh, dead, yeah. the owner's dead daughter maybe. Yeah. And it's like her furniture in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also though, maybe the wife and daughter were murdered or something. Cause Balik mm-hmm. is saying, my mom says I can't play with you anymore <gasps> because you're going to hurt yeah. me. Maybe, oh my God. maybe the ghost mom was like hurt, hurt that child. She's going to get us, you know, I don't Ooh. know. I think, and for the caretaker to be like, you know, you hearing anything, seeing anything? I feel like there's a secret. There's a dark secret. Ooh. So scary. Anna creeped me out a little bit. 
I had a I had a caretaker, as we should call it, uh, when I lived in Chicago. Uh, the guy that was like the handyman for my apartment when I had this terrible, terrible landlord, and I only stayed in that apartment for like three months before we moved out. Like, sent like a legal letter and like got the fuck out of there. But uh, the guy, the guy that was the uh, caretaker, he was this like Rastafarian. <laughs> And <laughs> was it out here? It I was mean, in Chicago. In Los oh, okay. It was in Chicago. Yeah. And he would like, we'd be like, hey, you know, 50 things in our apartment don't work. And he'd be like, I'll come by. And then <laughs> he'd go to fix things. And I just remember him always just being like, our landlord's name was Mahmood. And he was like, Mahmood, you don't give a fuck, man. You don't <laughs> give a fuck about you. You don't want us fixed. You don't care. You give no fucks about ya. That was like, thank you. We're aware. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks. (laughs) Appreciate you, Reggie. Uh, Those were were dark times. Dark times. Thank God for Reggie for giving you the truth. Um. Well, that's scary. Renting is always scary. Um, Renting is scary, man. You You don't know what you're stepping into. What? The internet. (laughs) <laughs> okay this is from the reddit subreddit no sleep this is a story by nick moore here we go okay <clears throat> i run a cursed images account <laughs> <laughs> you probably know the type if you spend any time online i like to joke that my site is the 11th most popular cursed images account and if you can think of one it's probably a competitor Well, I used to run one. It's down now, though I don't think that matters much anymore. The site was downright simple to run, and I got a lot of submissions. Most days I woke up and checked the various spaces people sent me photos to consider. Email, Dropbox, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Once I had enough followers, people made the rest of it almost automated for me. I picked out four images for the day and scheduled them to post on my website. Once they went live, uh, they automatically reposted where people shared them, and then more people saw them and followed me and sent stuff. I mean, he's literally just laying out our social media strategy, Mm. and I feel attacked. Uh, Here's the the paragraph I know you are waiting for. What is a cursed image? (laughs) It's hard to describe. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to ask that, actually. I'm glad you got Uh, to it. It's hard to describe, but it's a photo that makes you uneasy. A picture that, as you look at it, gives you a gnawing feeling of dread. I don't like the edited ones, like the pictures where someone's mouth has been photoshopped over each of their eyes. I like real photos, ones that get under your skin and are eerie and unsettling and creep you out just a bit. The heavy feeling that starts in your gut and crawls up to your head. I feel like I know that, where you're like, yeah, just something that just really looks off. You yes. Know. Yeah. Now I wish he still had this website up because I really yeah. want to look at the images. Okay. The first picture arrived about three months ago. I checked my Dropbox and it was 100.jpg. So that's the name of the file. Got it. Oh, okay. Got it. I opened it and saw a patch of disturbed dirt in a field at night. Not a great one, honestly. And I stuck it in a folder with the rest of the reject- rejections. The next day I had another Dropbox, 99.jpg. I opened it and immediately recognized it as the same place I saw the day before. In this one, I could see a shallow grave dug in a field with what looked like a body laid at the bottom of it. 
This might sound crazy, but it really used to happen all the time. People tried to scare me. They pulled elaborate pranks on me. They hoped to get a fake photo on the site so they could brag about fooling me. Mm. This one didn't even look entirely real. I moved it into the rejection folder and forgot about it. The next morning, another photo appeared. In this one, a horribly flayed body laid on the ground next to a shovel. There was too much blood to see much of it, and honestly, it didn't look real. 98.jpg went into the rejection pile, though I was amused at this point. Most people either send one fake photo or overload me with them, and this one was working in reverse order and kind of being clever about it. Hmm. The next day, I got a movie, 97.mov. I watched it. I watched it again and vomited. (gasps) I watched it a third time and called the cops. Oh, God. This one showed the death of the person in the first two videos, and there was no doubt it was real. The victim, who had been horribly tortured, was stabbed over and over. (gasps) The police were disgusted, but also unimpressed. They took a copy of the files and told me to email them if I got more, but that it was probably a prank. Even if it wasn't a prank, there was no way to know where in the world this happened. They probably didn't even have jurisdiction. The next day, switched back to photos, still in descending order. Each one showed the victim in a cell in the midst of being horribly tortured. Each one was the same. No metadata, nothing distinguishing. I couldn't even see the victim's face in any of them. I just knew I was looking at a relatively young man tortured for a very long time. After a month, I finally snapped and deleted my Dropbox. The police weren't responding to my emails anymore, even to confirm they received them, and I couldn't keep looking at these photos. The next day, photo 68.jpg landed in my Facebook DM from an account with an obviously fake name and photo. I blocked the account, but each day the photos still slipped through. I changed my Facebook settings so I couldn't receive messages anymore. Then I did the same with my Twitter. I deleted my email address and used a new one that I didn't post online. I reduced the number of images I posted. I had a lot of submissions and people started to complain. My social life suffered. I'd come home and lock myself in, feeling anxious about the arrival of the next day's photo. Still, the pictures made it through. My personal Facebook, my personal email, a text message on my phone. Every time I deleted an account, it just showed up in another, even ones I'd never posted online. I scanned my computer for viruses, but nothing changed. 50, 45. 20. For some reason, I was growing increasingly frantic as each day passed, feeling that I drew closer to some awful awful truth I was better off not knowing. 7, 5, 2. One morning, the photo was an email in an alumni account I forgot I had. The next, it printed out of my printer. What? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The first photo showed the victim lying in a clean cell. They had a bag over their head and seemed to have just been put there. It was horrible to know what followed, but I had a feeling of finality somehow. The next morning I woke up and there was no picture. With a sense of freedom, I logged into my website to post the photos and saw that there was one already there. It was the cell that I had seen so many tortured photos in, but now it was empty, clean, an old-fashioned sign that said vacancy hung over the bars. The file was named zero point JPEG. Oh my God. 
I deleted my website and every account I had. If someone could hack my account, I didn't want it anyway. I threw my laptop in a drawer, called my internet company to cancel my service. I tossed my phone in the trash and picked up a new one on sale at a place down the street. I woke up the next day feeling uneasy but hopeful. There was no way to reach me. I hadn't even given the new number to my parents. I went to work and settled in nicely until the mail came. Tucked in along with some packages I was expecting was an envelope with the number negative seven on it. Oh my God. I opened it and found a photo of someone sleeping. I couldn't make out any details. It was taken in a dark room and you could see someone in bed but nothing distinguishing. (laughs) The next morning I woke up and still trying to figure out what to do with my day. I almost slipped on the next photo. The envelope marked negative six had been slipped under my front door during the night. Oh, Lord. This photo showed the same sleeping figure in bed, but this time it was taken from further back. I could see the room. I saw the framed poster over my bed of my favorite movie. The lamps I bought at a garage sale because I thought they looked cool. I saw myself sleeping. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, don't tell me it's fucking him. Do not tell me it's him. Oh, my God. I don't okay worse I could see the beer can I left open on my nightstand last night something I never did the photo had been taken just hours before while I slept by someone in the room with me I dug my laptop up up, uh, powered it on I looked through the horrible photos again and this time ignoring the fact I couldn't see the face now I saw the scar on my side from when my best friend caught it with a stick in second grade I noticed the birthmark on the back of my knee the mole on the side of my neck I watched myself being slowly tortured over the course of several months before dying. I watched the video again, realizing the screams were mine or what would be left of me by then. I'm on the road now. I don't know where I'm going. I know I have just a few more days before that empty cell is supposed to be full. Only a few more days before whoever or whatever is hunting me plans to begin torturing me slowly. I'm going to run. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try. Oh, my God. That yeah! was so good. <laughs> oh, <sighs> you poor thing. You must have been so scared when you were that reading that. so scary. That's scary. That's good. I started that- doing my research last night. I texted you. I was doing it last night, and then I was like, I'm home by myself. I'm not doing this. I'm going to no. wait tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You're eight hours ahead. You have an advantage. You can do it in the morning of our recording can. days. Yep. <laughs> that is good. Now I understand when I was like, oh, I wish his website was still up. I want to see these pictures. <laughs> no, I don't. No, yeah. I don't. That's so great. That feels like it could be a movie. What that a was fun story. Like, it's does. such an interesting concept. I really... I liked it. I read a couple others yes. that were kind of good. There was like a fun like, oh, someone killed his daughter, you know, and like she was reborn as her sister. Like, you know, fun. But yeah, this, this is one good, was though. just so interesting. I thought like what a fun I love that idea. Spooky shit of being yeah. like realizing, oh, my God, it's me. It's me. Even the best part though, too was I I started real I started thinking it's gonna be him and yeah. then when it reached the zero photo and it wasn't I was like oh okay weird but then yes. it goes negative and it is him. that's exactly so the good. journey I was on I was like it's gonna it's it's mm-hmm. him right it's like it took me a while to get there but I was like oh I think it's him and then yeah it hit zero and I was like oh well I guess we'll never know. <laughs> 
Oh, God, that's good. That is so fucking spooky. Oh, my God. Thanks, well, do, Reddit. Do we have time for my my last little one? Absolutely. Okay, let's do it. This one takes place in New York. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's the city, though. It just says New York. Oh. Uh, okay, here we go. I have lived in New York for 14 years now and have moved to several different houses in the state. My family never experienced any paranormal occurrences in New York until the last apartment we moved into. Uh, we have currently lived here for three years now. The story I am about to tell you uh, is one of many paranormal things that have happened in our house. Although I did not personally experience it, I do 100% believe it since my mother did not really believe in the paranormal until things started to happen around the house. Mm-hmm. When we first moved, I lived with my parents, brother, his now ex-girlfriend, and my newborn nephew. Woof. Cute. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of people in the house. Uh, one day, my mother was home alone with the baby while everyone else was at work and school. She said she put the baby to sleep in her room and then went straight to the kitchen to begin making dinner. She turned on the baby monitor and took it with her. Just to give you an idea of the monitor, it was one of those newer so this must have been a while ago because it doesn't sound that new to me the newer ones that not only could you hear what was going on in the other room but it also had a light sensor that would move and change colors whenever there was movement Mm. so the colors would range from green to red green being the least amount of movement red being the strongest amount of movement so this must have been before we had the video camera monitors you know so maybe early 2000s um She said that as she started cooking, she heard what she believed to be humming. She turned off the faucet, stopped what she was doing, and listened to the monitor carefully when she noticed it was clearly coming out of the baby monitor. She went to the room to check on the baby since she thought the baby must be waking up, but the baby was sound asleep. She didn't really think anything of it and went back to the kitchen. A few minutes later, she heard the humming again, except this time it was much louder and clearer. She said it was the voice of a woman and the humming had rhythm to it, as if whatever it was was humming an actual song, although the melody was not familiar to her. At that point, she was beginning to freak out, and when she looked at the monitor again, she said that the sensor light was going insane, moving up and down from green to red very rapidly. Okay. I know. She ran to the room, and the baby was still sound asleep, but there was nothing in the room. She checked around the room, and there was nothing, no one there. She believes that there are logical explanations for this because a newborn baby is not possible of literally humming an actual song. Sure. Uh, she, she also said there is uh, no way the voice she heard uh, was my baby nephew's because it sounded like a very mellow, feminine adult voice that was loud and clear. There was nothing in the room that could have made the sound. Windows were closed. No TVs or radios or toys were on. Uh, she said the baby was exactly how she left him. Therefore, she doesn't believe the baby triggered the sensor light to go off either. Also, let me mention that the monitor never showed any signs of technical issues prior to that incident or after. Mm. In order for the light sensor to jump and go all crazy the way it did, it requires very strong movements like jumping or fast running in front of it. If my nephew did move at any point in his sleep, the sensor would have probably moved just a tiny bit and never passed the green color. I know because I babysit him plenty of times and never saw the monitor go past the green whenever he moved. You also, were researching this while you were babysitting and sitting I, next to a monitor? Seriously, did not what are you a purposely sadist? seek these stories. I know. Both of my stories had to do with haunted children and then we've got oh. this fucking baby monitor one. Uh, so basically she's like, 
There's no way it was the baby. Um, if you guys enjoy this true story, let me know, and I will tell you plenty more creepy stuff that happened in this house. Once again, could not no, find those thank stories. You. Everyone's like, hey, you want more? Look for my next post, and then I couldn't find them. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just the short and sweet one. Super fucking scary. Baby monitors are just so scary. They're just they're so scary. They're what designed is for terror. For terror. And of course, the baby, when I was babysitting last night, was tossing and turning like crazy. She's mm-hmm. one and she sleeps. She's an amazing sleeper. But I was just staring at the monitor, watching her like toss yeah. around and turn around. And You're like, her, that's uh, a yellow. That's a yellow. I know. At least. I am like, code yellow. We're in a yellow zone. We're in a yellow zone. <laughs> I was horrified that I might see like something in the room. Of course, because uh. my imagination was running wild. I know. Girl, it was, it was rough. I was... Very happy. And I always ask the parents to text me when they're on the way home because I get yeah. so fucking scared when yes. they... Yes. Somebody's at the door. Oh, my God. I know. And I'm like, I don't need you to text me that you're on your way home so that I could, like, put the booze away and, right, like, you right. know, hide whatever I'm doing. I just get really scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need a warning. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking piss myself. Oh, and then during all this, Tammy, I hear this insane noise that I've never heard in the house before. Turns out their Roomba vacuum turned on at 1030 at night and it's bumping into the fucking walls. And I was like, what is this? So I had to go down this dark hallway past the baby's room into the mat. I had to follow the sound and it's a fucking Roomba vacuum. Who puts it on at 1030 at night? Come on. You know, my cat Giuseppe is also terrified of my parents' Roomba. So, oh, I'll bet. He totally understands how you're feeling. He gets it. Is Scarlett scared of the Roomba? No, Scarlett apparently is just interested in it, which I think is cute. Yeah. It is cute. I would love to get a Roomba, but I think Tuesday would shit bricks like 24-7. Like he already does, but it'd be worse. In Giuseppe's defense, he was still in the like, I've just moved in hiding under my parents' bed phase and the Roomba found its way under the bed. Oh no, poor boy. <laughs> Which is just, that's not his fault. That's that's just Giuseppe's luck, unfortunately. It really, really is. That poor little boy, it was, su- was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday, I was literally texting with my parents. My mom said something about Giuseppe. I can't remember what it was. And... Uh, <laughs> I was sitting there. I went, I think it's his birthday today. God oh. damn it. I totally fucking forgot that it was his birthday. Like, oh, my goodness. What a bad mommy. Oh, wow. Poor buddy. Oh, Bubby. Like, Scarlett's birthdays are just like blowouts. But um, I forget about Gus's. I also, like, oh, I yeah. had to make his up based on when they think his birthday was. So, and Scarlett's was set so yeah I've made up Tuesdays as well I think it's changed a little bit over the years but it's somewhere in mid-June is all gotcha gotcha but it's on the calendar now I just guess yeah Yeah. I know he was three months when I adopted him Mm -hmm. I adopted him in September somewhere in June he was born in June Scarlet's Aww. February 26th, which is also Alan Rickman's birth was Alan uh, Rickman's birthday. Aww, yeah. So that was in power. Yeah. Thank you. Aww, Thank she's you. a little Pisces baby kitty. She is. She absolutely Aww. is. Gus Gus is October 13th. So Oh, I love that. That's a that good one. That was pretty good. Yeah. How old is he? Three? Four? Oh my god, he's three now. Baby. 
baby Gussie. He's three years old now, my big boy. Well, happy birthday, Gus. Yeah. We love you. We love you. I miss you. And I hope you remember me eventually when I come home. <laughs> he will. I'm checking my mic to see if I still have Gus hairs. On I legitimately look at this. I think I do, actually. Oh, you do. Oh, my. You sure do. I think I still have. I think this is a Gus hair. There's one little white hair. My oh, poor yeah, parents. My that's poor a Gus parents hair. house. I feel so bad for them. <laughs> We're going to have to get a Roomba when I get back. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Well, well, if you have pe- pets with surprising <laughs> undercoats. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> you should write us an email uh, and also tell us your ghost stories at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or reach us via our website at bansheesandboos.com. And you can also message us or please just follow us on Instagram. That's where we post all the corresponding photos to our uh, weekly podcast drops at banshees and booze and also we're on instagram uh sorry twitter Mm -hmm. at banshees Mm -hmm. booze and Uh, uh, rate rate review review Uh, subscribe (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be really fun to like uh, sync up too because it's like you can never tell if we're actually together I know it's always a slight delay Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, uh, pretend that was super synced up but because of the delay it just wasn't oh I'll fucking sync it if I can move laughs I can sync it Now, that laugh that you just heard, was that really there? Or did Tony I don't put know. It there? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us a lot. And oh, hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, uh, don't forget to go back for your pancakes. No, oh, that's great. I would just Ugh. like. I was like, okay, there's Shit. nothing. I have nothing, but you I got it, I literally thought the same thing. You freaking got it. Oh, man. Uh, you got this. Hey, Ugh. Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Don't play doctor with it. Hell yeah. Don't hey. yes. play doctor yes. in the yes. stock That's room. It. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Um, guys. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.